quick fixes never work. Mm-hmm. Crash diets never work. Is there a way that these semaglutides can be effective or is this just another one of those quick fix pharmaceutical sales pitches? I'll have what she's she's having. having. Welcome to another edition of Digital Confidence Podcast. Welcome back to the show. This is the She Talks Confidence Podcast. I am Tony. I am a girl dad turned therapist turned women's confidence coach. Today, I have executive health and wellness coach, Tina Hong. Tina, how are you? I'm great, Tony. I am so excited to have <laughs> nice you on. To be with you. Oh, I think, and me too. And of course, we talked for what, 15 minutes on the fact that you're in Massachusetts and Boston. It's like my favorite town in the world. But we won't go into that because we got to get into the show. And the thing is that I am so excited to talk about health and wellness and the things that we talked pre-show because I've been a, a trainer with uh, NASM for 20 uh-huh. plus uh, some odd years. I've also dealt with my own, when I've talked about this on the show, my own body dysmorphia stuff, body image stuff, eating stuff, control mm-hmm. factors. and all. So I'm really interested to see how mm-hmm. you came about being your executive health and wellness coach, how you started your programs, your Ignite program. You can talk about that a little bit later mm-hmm. and how you're helping your clients gain a better understanding in terms of reframing and not letting food take over their lives and being more in control of that. So if you can start off and just talk about how you got into creating your health and wellness passion that you're working with Mm -hmm. right now. Thanks, Tony. I'm so happy to be here with you. I think your show is great and I love the content and I'm (laughs) so in support of your mission in improving women's confidence, especially in this time of uncertainty, more and more leading in businesses and really front stage in doing so much in terms of being mothers, being caretakers, but also women in business and leaders. And I guess the story is, this is probably my second or third kind of reinvention in terms of my career. I've had many different pivots, but really what was the impetus for me to launch my health coaching career over a a decade ago was my dad had stage four cancer for 10 years. (laughs) And I was, he had stage four terminal uh, cancer, started off with GI cancer, then went to his lung, then went to his brain. And over that time, I was his liaison with the hospitals, medical directors, the cancer centers. I was his health advocate. I was also a caretaker. Uh, My mom could only do so much. So at at one point of period of years, I was living in Boston and my family was in New Jersey. I would literally be driving down like mad (laughs) down 95 to Mm -hmm. make sure that somebody was going to be with my dad post-op and things like that. And I guess the impetus was that I experienced someone who was facing death for 10 years and the suffering that came along with it. And the fragility of living life, breathing, 
and the fragility of how you can be just one touch away from death. And it was traumatic. I actually went through trauma therapy <laughs> for mm-hmm. 10 years because oh, yeah. I was hyper vigilant about it. It made me crazy. And all I could think about was how he was going to have the care that he needed to mm-hmm. uh, survive. So that was really the impetus that got me into health coaching. Had you been in a health career before that at all? Or what was your career prior to that? Earlier on in my career, I was in uh, the design and advertising industry. And then I decided I was done pushing pixels and I went Mm -hmm. to business and started reinventing myself. And then a professor of mine from Babson College said, hey, do you want to start a pet supplement business? (laughs) Oh, okay. Wow. (laughs) And I started working with an acupuncturist who basically we came up with formulations that were based on TCM, traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic Mm -hmm. herbs for pets. And Hmm. so I was in a center of a holistic wellness clinic in Natick, Massachusetts. And Hmm. that's what exposed me to all these other modalities of health and wellness. And so then this personal experience made you pivot towards health and wellness. How did it manifest from taking care of your father for that period of time into something where you thought, I, I need to take this and I need to make this something or I need to help other women in health and wellness going forward. I just remember going to the hospital at Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York City. And I'm like, why is this happening? Why are so many people sick? And I really came to the realization that our healthcare system wasn't really help preventing disease. What I came to realize was I just felt this calling, like I needed to do something about it. I needed to educate people. I needed to help people see things a little differently. The proactiveness around your health and being was so important that you needed to advocate for yourself because the medical system in the United States is not going to necessarily advocate (laughs) entirely. It's an emergency healthcare management system. Mm -hmm. So that's the society that we live in. So I just felt this burning urge. I'm like, you know what? Screw the other kinds of businesses that I could be doing. I just feel like this is a calling for me to really get this message out to, to help people just understand what it really means. When you finally made that decision, did you have the confidence that you could make it work and make it happen and hit the ground running because of your past experiences, not only with the pet supplement, but also, of course, with your dad and with understanding now how things worked in terms of the health system? Yeah, maybe not hitting the ground running, but I took care of myself. I worked for a Fortune 500 company back in the day and I wasn't healthy at the time. Like 90% of my focus and effort was around my career, most of my Mm -hmm. life. And when I see women today really killing it, crushing it, they're leading, they're doing so many wonderful things out there in their businesses, in their careers, and even at home, they're taking care of their families, they're doing it at all. 
And I just felt like women are not being as supported. And in the beginning of my career, I was working out of a personal training studio. And I really got my chops from a few mentors that really helped me to learn more about what happens with your body composition, what happens with nutrition and how you eat. Learning from obesity medicine doctors and and on the cutting edge science of metabolic health. That's really what continued to fuel my knowledge around the topic of nutrition and weight loss. And I had seen really great results. In about four or five years ago, I got my NLP certification, mm-hmm. neurolinguistic programming certification. Mm-hmm. So I built a program on nutrition that was not called Ignite at the time, but Ignite is really truly my formula as a way to jumpstart. It's usually like a a 12 week program, three months to really change your metabolic health, change your hormonal status, not only what's on your plate in terms of what you're eating, the timing of your eating, how you're eating, the manner in which you're eating. And really understanding it because people are smart. When they have the tools and resources, they are making educated decisions for themselves. You're really empowering them to make good decisions. And so education was like number one. That program was built to help you get started on changing your habits, mindset, and nutrition. What are the primary issues that women are coming in? Are they psychological? Are Uh they, I just want to lose 10 pounds. And then Uh why, what are Uh you seeing in terms of the trends now for women that are looking for health coaching? Great question. The symptom is I want to lose 20 pounds. So they come Uh to me and say, I need to lose 20 pounds. I've tried everything under the sun. I've worked with nutritionists. I've worked with personal trainers, but I'm just not getting anywhere. And they come to me either through an exploratory call or through an event that I might be offering in terms of a speaking event or education Mm -hmm. event. And then we basically start the conversation with a health evaluation. In my health evaluation, I'm really looking at not just what you're eating, but the manner in which you're eating, but also past history. Because how we choose to care for ourselves starts with our childhood. <laughs> sure and, does. Yeah. Okay. And it yeah. starts with how we grew up at the table in the kitchen and how our parents, our mothers fed us, our parents made that definition of the cultural food on the table. There's so many things with food. It's cultural, it's emotional, it's physical, it's hedonic. So many things that become so complicated And with the influx of processed foods and convenience foods and all different kinds of derivatives. And in my corporate life, I worked in a food business. Mm. I was working for a mega giant company, one of the biggest candy Mm -hmm. companies in the world. Okay. Oh, that's that's, that's ironic. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And the thing is, this is before my health coaching career. My job was to be in innovation, actually. My job was to innovate health and wellness and chocolate. So it was a fun job. (laughs) How fascinating is that though? The fact that you came from trying to figure out how to make chocolate healthy in, in a sense to going through the process that you did to end up as a health and wellness coach dealing with all these issues. And it brings back a really important point that you had indicated. And I think it's very powerful. The point is that 
eating, most of it's psychological. It's based on patterns. And that's why I think NLP with neuro-linguistic programming is such an important component to that because that sets the stage for everything. It sets the stage for self-gratification. It sets the stage for comfort eating and Mm -hmm. trying to interrupt those patterns. When you uh, finally got that down to where you had some sort of a system and you wanted to present that to your clients, what was the number one most effective thing in sitting them down and getting them to realize first and foremost? Mm. The mindset piece is huge, really. Over the years, as my coaching work really excelled, when I started touching points, not just on nutrition and what's on your plate, but really about what's a definition around food and what is your pattern around food? How does food play into how you feel about yourself, how you see yourself? And what's so interesting is the work that I'm doing right now with clients has been a total game changer with NLP, which is a form of hypnosis, essentially. And it's it's just reprogramming. Research out there has validated the fact that you can reprogram your neural pathways in your brain. It's a fact. Yeah. And that's why I think that I'm totally behind that. I think it's super powerful. It totally is because the habits are just the symptoms. The extra body weight are just the symptoms. Many of my women clients are very accomplished in the public world. On paper, they look amazing, but in their internal life, they may be missing something or maybe they just don't feel enough. They're such overachievers that in their internal private life, they never feel enough. I often hear, I know what to do, but I'm just not doing it. (laughs) That brings up such a great point that you may be so programmed, it may be so entrenched that consciously and in your adult brain part, you can say, oh, I get it. I totally get it. I have the information in front of me, but there's something keeping that from happening. The behavior of change, the action is very difficult. And that brings me to something I really want to hit on. Now we have this big thing. It's the semaglutides. Is that how do you, how you pronounce it? The semaglutides, mm-hmm. the, which are the diabetes medications that now they're mm-hmm. promoting it for weight loss. And we talked briefly about that at the beginning of the show, but quick fixes never work. Mm-hmm. Crash diets never work. Is there a way that these semaglutides can be effective or is this just another one of those quick fix pharmaceutical sales pitches? Right. Semaglutides, the Ozempics and the Wagovias and all the new drugs that are coming out into the market, these are synthetic peptides. What it does is it modifies our brain chemistry. It modifies our blood chemistry. And the benefit of that is it lowers our blood sugar. Most people who are carrying around more than 20 pounds of body fat and they have a belly are insulin resistant. That means their insulin, which is secreted from their pancreas, is not functioning properly. So Mm -hmm. they're walking around with inflammation beyond just the body fat. They're walking around with very high levels of intermuscular glycogen sugar Mm -hmm. stores in their blood. And that creates inflammation. So essentially, these are synthetic peptides. Let's first think about who are these really necessary for? Mm -hmm. Those people who are on a high spectrum, high risk factor, meaning they're morbidly obese, they have founding health issues, 
uh, high triglycerides, they, they have high blood pressure, they are type two diabetic, they may have some autoimmune issues, there's so much mm-hmm. confluence of disease when you are significantly obese, that mm-hmm. the risk factor is very high. And for those people, I think there is a benefit taking the drugs to mitigate their risk. And hopefully doctors are being responsible with that. (laughs) Yeah, but you know how that goes, right? I don't know about you, but all I'm seeing right now is they're pitching it to women that want to lose those stubborn 10 pounds. And what that does is it creates another quick fix. And it also, like I wanted to touch on, you're going to continue to move the carrot even if that 10 pounds are gone. It's the same thing as having plastic surgery. Right. You think that your issues are going to be taken care of if you lose here or put a little bit more on here. And I've had clients like this before and they come back mm-hmm. and then they move on to the next thing. Now it's the nose or now it's mm-hmm. a little off the hips, which brings me back to what you're doing. And I think that's why it's such a powerful and necessary way to go about handling body dysmorphia, handling weight, mm-hmm. handling your thoughts and your mentality about food, how you're programmed about food. It's mm-hmm. got to start not with just getting rid of the 10 pounds. It's got to mm-hmm. start up here. It's got to start in the brain. Absolutely. It's got to start inside. You have to start to reprogram yourself. Your program is very complete, your Ignite mm-hmm. program. Given that, what's a good first step for anybody that's thinking, oh, well, I want to go get Ozempic and they're taking 10 pounds? Really checking in with yourself and saying, what does this body weight loss really mean for me? What is it really giving me? So is it really giving you the confidence that you need? Maybe it does, but essentially those drugs that are coming out in the market are a temporary fix. You may lose body fat, but you may actually be losing muscle mass. If you just need to lose 20 pounds, you don't want to give up muscle mass or bone density. Health is not aesthetics, right? It's a different thing. If you want to be healthy, it's not about looking good. It's about the combination of being toned, but also being healthy and having a healthy system in place so you feel good at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's really about healing your body naturally through foods, healing your gut, all of our happy hormones, our dopamine, serotonin, all Mm -hmm. the things that make us feel good and motivated are all derived coming from a healthy gut microbiome. And Mm -hmm. the food that we eat actually play a significant factor in building that in terms of the amino acids that are necessary. And the synthetic glutides, basically, they mimic what Mm. is happening naturally that Mm. our bodies are designed to do. So if we can naturally do that, you can actually lose 50 pounds of body fat in probably less than a year. And if you get support around really the definition of food and your relationship with food and your relationship with yourself, that body fat loss actually can be a permanent thing where your choices become automatic and autopilot and instinctual. I teach a course occasionally called Eating as Meditation, and we talk about the spirituality of food and the experience of food. And today, if you look at people are driving and eating and eating out of paper bags and <laughs> the, the experience of eating is just, it's not really self-love and it's not self-care. Many clients, over 50 pounds of body fat, 
feels very shameful. They don't even look at the mirror, Tony. Mm -hmm. They are so ashamed of themselves. They have this dialogue in their mind that they just see themselves horrifically. And whether you're taking Ozempic or Wagovia, whatever these drugs to lose 30 pounds, do you think that image of yourself could actually change through that pill? That's not changing your subconscious thoughts. No, it's not. Maybe you might feel more empowered for the fact that you're making choices now, but it's artificial. You're making choices because it's influencing your body chemistry. And so that's why I think it's so important to understand. And I always ask my clients, why? Why do you want to lose 10 pounds? Why do you want to lose 20 pounds? Why mm -hmm. do you want to feel better? Why do you want to get fit? It's the why. Yeah. When it comes down what? to it, it's the genesis within themselves. It's a, why? Because I'll be more accepted or I'll have higher self esteem or I'll accept myself or I'll, I'll have enough confidence to go out and talk to the person I want to talk to. It all comes right. down to something more, like you said, more so than the weight itself. But the problem is that everything's being marketed towards just getting rid of the weight. But when you do that, you still have to deal with your mental state that it got you to there in the first place. Exactly. That until you heal those subconscious thoughts, no matter if you lose 30 pounds in an instant, if you're not actually doing weight training and learning how to eat properly and the right kinds of foods, and you're relying on this drug, basically your skin's going to be hanging off and you're still going to be unhealthy. There may be other issues that come up. Which is an excellent point because now all of a sudden you're dealing with a whole new set of fun stuff that you don't want to deal right. with that you didn't realize. So all of that being said, I'd like to let everybody know uh, where mm -hmm. they can get a hold of you and then what the process is in terms of getting that taken care of and getting into mm -hmm. uh, a routine or getting into your program. Right. For those of you who are really motivated to lose more than 20 pounds of body fat, a private coaching situation will accelerate your results because I'm just focusing on you. And I'm offering Tony's audience a free breakthrough call. You can go to coachtinahong.com. You can book a free call with me and we'll go through an initial health evaluation and really get to the bottom of why you want to lose weight. What does that really mean for you? What can that look like? And what, what's missing that you think needs to be satisfied through that weight loss? And we can cover a couple of recommendations and initial steps for you to get going and in the right direction. Because I'm going to be analyzing and looking at the notes. I send out a preform, and basically we look at health history and see, all right, I may have some questions for you around what's not connecting here. It's a health history evaluation and that's completely complimentary. I love it. And going through this myself, like I said, I, I have dealt with weight issues and dysmorphia issues my whole life. And also with my education and my psychology mm. and philosophy and all that fun stuff. This is the only way to make it stick. And the only way to create a, a solid foundation in order for you to be effective in going through process and especially getting older because yes. our bodies change and it's a lot harder now in my fifties than it was mm -hmm. in my thirties. I could get away with a lot of stuff in my thirties. I can't right. get away with anything in my fifties mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to gain that correct mindset and to create that solid base of understanding of your relationship with food. 
And that's why I'm a big promoter of this. I'm a big supporter of your process. And I think, Mm -hmm. and I will put your information in the show notes Mm -hmm. so they will be able to to get it there as well if they didn't pick it up from the show itself. Thanks, Tina. I really appreciate it. And you know how to get a hold of me. It's theconfidencedoc.com. And you can also, there's, I think there's a link on there for Surrounded by Idiots, my book, as well as I got my new ebook that, speaking of food, my ebook is less than a venti pumpkin spice latte and a cake pop. If you want to save yourself 700 calories and then have a breakthrough in your life, then you can buy my ebook. So thanks again, Tina. I really appreciate it. Hope everything's good. And I will see everybody next week. Thank you.